Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tradition. Conservation. Family. The outdoors. It matters to you. It matters to us. This is Hunting Matters. Presented by Houston Safari Club Foundation. Here's Joe Bitar. Good morning, everybody. This is Joe Bitar. Joe Bitar, getting talk. Are you morning. sure? I haven't had enough coffee. This mm-hmm. is Joe Bitar, your host of Hunting Matters. I am Ramon Robles. Uh, you know what it is? I'm having a I'm having a hazelnut creamer over. Oh there. my goodness! I, uh, How's that? Well, I reach for the regular, and I got hazelnut, and oh. I, I don't do it, so my tongue feels like it's. Yeah, ten feet thick. Doesn't understand what's going on. Not good. Although you put enough sugar in there to, uh, I don't use sugar. Sweet and low. That was sweet and low. Yeah, just Woo. two. Woo. I gotta have something. Two. Two. Yeah. Wow. No wonder you can't taste anything. Hey, you know, the only way it'd be sweeter is if I dip my finger in it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's nonsense. Boom boom. Oh, that's funny. So what's going on, man? Uh, not a lot. You know, we're just uh, making it through. It's already February. Is it February yet? Where uh, are we? Is it, yeah. Is it 29, 30? Mm-hmm. How many days in January? You know, my wife says I, I can't tell time because I'll say, oh, I got to go to bed. It's 11 o'clock. She's like, it's 10, 15. I'm like, it's 11 o'clock yeah. on my watch. It's only the 30th, but I mean, yeah. it's flying by. Yeah. Just, uh, but, but that happens. I understand as you get older, time is. That's what you've heard anyway? That's what I've heard. I don't know. I'm only 43. Yeah, so. I can tell you for a for a fact that it gets it flies by uh, quicker yeah, and yeah. quicker. Well, uh, I went out. To, did I talk about the hunting thing? Yeah, I talked about the hunting thing. Did the fishing thing last weekend too? Cool. Talk, took the kids fishing. It's it's great to get them out and just you know explore the wild, get yeah. some fresh air. Yeah. They restocked Tom Bass Park. Oh yeah. Do you, do you so, guys get any trout? No, no. But we're using cane poles and baloney. Okay. I mean, you know, it's really just to get the kids out and to, you know dunk the pole in the right. water and have them chase squirrels and sure. you know just things like that. When when it's you know when we need to start depending on the catches to you know to eat right uh, I'll get serious about yeah. the fishing pole and bait yeah well they don't care they just want to stick a line in the water at yeah that age yeah that's exactly cool. that's cool though I'm glad you guys got a chance to get out um, what did we do oh well since you uh, uh, shunned me last weekend we oh, uh, yeah. Houston's Fire Club Foundation held our annual European Tower pheasant shoot we had over fifty people show up nice. Sold out. A lot of people got to go outdoors, get socially distanced, have a good time, shoot some pheasant. I mean, it was a blast. We had a great time. So that was, a, that was a big success. And now we're planning some events coming up here in the next few months. Uh, outdoor, we're going to be doing uh, – we're planning on a crawfish boil. We're planning oh on um, you know all kinds of outdoor activities that are in development so people can come. They want to get outdoors. They just want to gather, but mm-hmm. we want to do it safely and responsibly. So yeah. Planning a lot of that stuff. I like everything about a crawfish boil except the crawfish. Uh, not, a, not, not a crawfish guy. Don't even like the way the corn and potatoes taste. You're not a seafood guy. Yeah, that's uh, correct. Uh, I don't do seafood. But uh, I like the camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, I like the drinking that goes on. Yeah. And most of the time, people bring out other food anyway. So sure. it's, uh, yeah, it, and this is the season. It's perfect season here in Texas for that right, because right. the weather's not humid and hot. It's, yeah. Yeah, Good. yeah, we're going to do a crawfish bowl and have a fun shoot. We'll do a, a sporting place competition, but just informal, just have some guys doing knockout tournaments and that sort of thing. So yeah. it'll be fun. And then, oh, I almost forgot, February 27th, 
we're going to have a live virtual auction. Cool. Uh, people can go to the website at Houston Safari Club Foundation at wehuntwegive.org. Click on the convention button and then click on the live auction button. You can get registered, uh, well, this coming week. You can go to the website, sign up, get registered as a bidder. Items will be up for sale, um, hunting trips, fishing trips, uh, art, jewelry, and more. Um, that'll go live here in about the next week. And then on the 27th, gather your buddies or your family around, and we're going to actually do a live broadcast. We're going to have an auctioneer running video through our Facebook page and our YouTube page so you can actually watch uh, the proceedings, and uh, we'll have the auctioneer and do a live virtual auction. So. That's Very a big, cool. big fundraiser for us, and there's a lot of cool items on there. There's a uh, a really nice custom design uh, president's rifle that we do every year. That's got two different calibers. It's got a, uh, a North American caliber barrel interchangeable with an African safari barrel. I have custom, no idea what that means. Custom engraving. Yeah, so, so you can. It's got it's got the capability to hunt deer and stuff in North America, but you can also change out the barrel and go to South Africa and hunt Cape Buffalo with it. With different caliber of bullet, different caliber of bullet works. Okay. All works in the same gun. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. Very cool. So it'll be cool. Now, one of the items ought to be co-host the show with us. Ooh. Throw that in there. It doesn't cost you anything. Hey. Yeah. That's cool. I've always it, found that you know involving the show in, in auctions like that really well, just if a chance to meet you. Well, don't do that. <laughs> but that just just a thought. That's cool. I didn't think about I that. I think that ten dollars that you get from that will go a long maybe, way. Maybe maybe we'll do that uh, lunch. Ooh. What about doing lunch with you and I Ooh, okay. and then have them come in and be a guest on the show? Okay. Like after the show we, or like lunch during the week? Yeah. Well, I'll have to vet them. Okay. We'll figure we, it out. We, you get some crazy people listening to the uh, show. I understand. I and, understand. and they carry guns. Yeah. Well, so we just, you know. <laughs> That's cool. That's a great idea. I okay. think I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, try pitch, that. pitch that to the crew. All right. So this week we've got uh, a really cool guest. Um, I'll call him a visionary, if you will, in the outdoor space. His name is Brad Luttrell. Uh, Brad is the founder of the Go Wild app. And I know you've, mm-hmm. you and I have talked about that. Yep. It's a very cool out, app for outdoorsmen, especially in the face of what's happening in social media. So uh, Brad Luttrell, uh, you can learn about them at timetogowild.com and then also go to downloadgowild.com to get the app. Brad, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, guys. How are you? Very well. Well, we're just running through our usual uh, chat session, but I thought you know since you're since you're hanging there and waiting on us, we probably should bring you up on the show. <laughs> I don't know what this warm weather talks about. It we we've had like three or four inches of snow up here in Kentucky this week, so it Ooh. sounds nice down there. Uh, it's not bad. I think it got into forty last night, but we yeah. we'd actually like we'd like to see more snow here. <laughs> yeah, my kids are enjoying it. We actually don't get that many snows, so yeah. So you're in Kentucky. Is that where you grew up? I did. I grew up in Appalachia, actually. So. Down in the Cumberland Gap. I was born in Harlan County, spent most of my life in the Cumberland Gap growing up, you know, hunting, fishing, off-roading, all of it. It's just a way of life down there. Now, the only time, other time I've heard of the Cumberland Gap is in a song. Do you know which song I'm referring to? I do. Uh, I'm assuming it's Wagon Wheel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Cumberland in Gap. He, in to... which he says the wrong direction for which the Cumberland oh. Gap is from, from Johnson City. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write Old Crow Medicine Show right now. And have them retract that. Yeah, you know, fun fact. I think Bob Dylan wrote part of that yeah. song, and mm-hmm. never, and and uh, you know they took it, and I, I can't remember if it, he wrote the verse or the chorus, but right. they, you know, part of that's theirs. And yeah, they had to give him credit, and so 
you know, if you look at the ty- the writing credits, it's Bob Dylan and really? Oprah Medicine Show. I had no clue. And now, and now my kids will think that Darius Rucker wrote that song. Oh, oh that's, that's right. Funny. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, of course. Ooh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to we've got about a one minute before we jump into the break. But, uh, Brad, I just want to ask you before we get rolling onto this. Uh, what are your earliest childhood memories of being outdoors? Is, have you always hunted and fished? Did your dad introduce it? How did you get into it? My first memory is standing out by a chicken coop and shooting a uh, – 38 special with my grandfather and i think my ears rang for like a week and um you know just uh, always being outside i mean it really wasn't even hunting it was fishing with my grandfather and, sh- and shooting firearms is really the first memory that that comes to mind that's cool that's cool all right folks we're going to take a quick break right here um we're talking today to brad latrell brad is the co-founder and ceo of go wild learn about them at time to go wild.com join us on the other side of this break Brought to you by the Houston Safari Club Foundation. I'm your host, Joe Bitar. I am Ramon Robles. Why are you disrobing? Well, I, I was, it's hot in here. For some reason, when it gets the, the least chilly outside, they crank the heat in the building to oh, 94. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we complain about the heat all the time. Right. So when it gets cool, naturally, the building would say, oh, well, let's crank that up yeah. to 94. And so they're overcompensating. Lovely. Yeah, so that's what Lovely. I was doing. All right, folks, uh, here on Hunting Matters this week, we've got Brad Luttrell. Brad is the co-founder and CEO of Go Wild. It's the coolest uh, social media community and app out there around. Uh, we've been working with Brad actually since they first started. Houston Safari Club Foundation uh, first partnered with Brad. I, there was something in my gut that just said this is going to be the next big thing, mm-hmm. and they have literally blown up. So I want to talk about the app and all the things that, that they're doing. So good morning, Brad. How you doing? Good morning, guys. Get doing well. And Joe, you were the first person I think I heard from. The app launched in September, and I heard from you in mid October, I believe, if I remember correctly. Nice. Yep. Now, now if, if Ramon's you always doubting my uh, for, my foresight, so thank you for saying that. Now, if you don't know, uh, this is the app that uh, shut down GameStop, right? What? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, this is, no. This is okay. All right, very good. Just just making sure. <laughs> that that story still evolves. Yeah, how about still, that? We're still seeing how that shakes out. Yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, I, I checked out the app. It, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it, I, I call it uh, also the no judgment app because people yeah. are friendly and they don't yeah. judge you on what you post. And if you post something that's out of line, it gets addressed yeah. pretty quickly. So um, in the right yeah, way, of course. People, you know, early in the days, people were like, oh, my God, how, how did we build this great community? And everybody thought it was going to change. And, that, you know, when we had 10,000 people, they said it was going to change. And 50,000 people, they said it was going to change. And now it cracked 100,000, they said it was going to change. And I don't really know what it is. I think part of it is once you get off of a mainstream platform and you can put down that, you know, that fighting with anti-hunters and you're constantly defending yourself, people are just cool. It's like hunt camp all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. and. You know, you can you can post a picture of a spike or a doe or squirrels or whatever it is you're hunting, and people are just really really friendly about it. 
And, and Brad, do you agree? It's pretty. I mean, I know you guys have to step in uh, occasionally, but I, I think it's a pretty much a self policing, you know, thing as far as somebody gets out of line. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, there's a reporting system, so if, uh, you know, we kind of we have a policy of you know be nice essentially, and we, we do have a terms of service. It's not like it's the wild west and. Um, if something gets reported and like, like if something we, our policy is not what you'll find on mainstream platforms because we're looking for things like it's in our new terms that we're rolling out we went in and made this even more specific you can't bully somebody over illegally taking an animal you, you know and and if people find somebody chastising a kid or something you know we'll take it we'll uh we'll evaluate that you know it depends on the situation but um the community is really in control to be able to report that stuff and, and to get it to us quickly yeah, and I, I'm, I'm on there all the time, so I, I think everybody does a pretty good job of being fair and equitable as far as their uh, uh, comments and feedback as well. So I'm going to come back to the app in a second, but I, I know you didn't start in this world, so what's, what's your background, Brad? Yeah, I so I, I grew up in southeastern Kentucky. I went to the University of Kentucky for school, um, was a journalism major, thought I was going to work at all the, the big newspapers. I graduated right in the middle of the, the Great Recession. So news, my, mm. my first internship, it's like, hey, welcome aboard. We just laid off half the staff. <laughs> <laughs> and that began my two-year decline in journalism. So I jumped over to advertising. Um, I met uh, two of my co-founders at that first agency. And uh, more, more, longer story than we have time for, but it's kind of funny because I ended up getting fired from that job because me and one of those guys was trying to start a company, and they found out about it. So that was frowned upon, apparently. But what's funny is I came back to that guy years later, and we started Go Wild. So I did a seven-year tour through advertising, learned a lot. Um, but, you know, my heart was, was just not – I wanted to do something else. I wanted to do something for me. And I found I, – not even – I really didn't know – I didn't want to start a hunting company. I never thought about the hunting industry, but just realized that – Silicon Valley builds products for Silicon Valley. You know, nobody's looking at this lifestyle and thinking about it in a, in a tech way, and it's not fair. You know, we have we, we're a huge contributor to the economy. It's the run, hunting and fish segment is three times the size of running and fitness combined, hmm. yet nobody's catering to us. So, you know, we we set out to do that, and you know, I'm finally proud to say you guys said it's the best app. Gear Junkie validated that. Go Wild was named App of the Year for 2021 for for hunters. So wow. uh, for social. Congratulations. So, you know, it's, yeah, thanks. It's come a long ways, and um, we are starting to see some tremendous growth and traction here. The old adage, fish where the fish are, and it uh, works perfectly with your app. I mean, people needed an app like this. You gave them an app like this, and yep. voila. Yep. Look at that. And so, Brad, uh, for those who have not taken advantage of the Go Wild app yet, you know, you're, let's envision you and Ramon and I are in an investment meeting, or you're talking to somebody, a, a novice, and then uh, you're having to explain exactly what is the Go Wild app. Kind of give us a, a rundown for those who don't know. Yeah, so the biggest difference is it's social media, but it's forum-based. So if you really want to talk about deer hunting, you can go into a forum. You're essentially posting into a forum. You can post a question, and anybody that follows that is going to see it. So the challenge with, you know, if I post that question on my Instagram account, you know, if I have 100 followers, and, and they may not be specialists, but I can tap into specialists on our platform, ask questions, which is why on Go Wild you see, new members with you know three followers they'll have i saw a guy this week or last week th three followers he posted a question in firearms asking about muzzle loaders he had 41 answers that were a paragraph long in six hours you just can't do that anymore. Yeah. You, you know the, to tap into this this hyperactive community with questions and for for learning um there's nothing like it you can also tag gear so if he had asked a question about, you know, what, what backpack do you guys use for, for bow hunting? You know, people are commenting and tagging the gear right there. We've got 450,000 products that you can interact with socially. That updates every 24 hours. 
Um, you can buy the gear. We're actually becoming a retailer as a part of that process. You can buy the gear right there, and we're donating 1% of, of our profits back into a camp called Raising My Doors that, that teaches kids to hunt and fish. So, you know, we're helping create future conservationists right there. We're talking today with uh, Brad Luttrell. Brad is a co-founder and CEO of Go Wild. Learn about them at timetogowild.com. So, um, yeah, I, I, I find that uh, really appealing as well. I mean, I've had several people re- – well, it's it's really a family and a network and a community because one example of that, uh, hey, I want to learn about this. I've actually been part of conversations in uh, Go Wild where somebody says, uh, I want to go hunt exotics in Texas. And then I've been tagged and stuff where it says, well, yeah. talk, oh, there's a guy by the name of Joe Bitar who's with Houston Safari Club Foundation. Maybe you should ask them. And next thing you know, we're connected. Yeah. And I'm looking at, you know, 20 <laughs> different answers or somebody. I've had people call me actually from it, which I don't mind. Yeah. You know, hey, I want to come down there and bring my kids to hunt exotics. What is that all about? And next thing you know, you're involved in these conversations. And, it, I mean, it's really, really interactive and it's, mm-hmm. and it's fun. It really is. And I've learned some stuff from other people as well. It's hyperactive. I mean, I, I have to imagine, and I might be wrong on this, I'm guessing, I have to imagine we have the most active form of trappers, for example. Uh, that trapping, in my opinion, in a lot of ways, it seems like it's coming back. We see a lot of young people on that platform trying to learn about it. And the other day, I've gotten to be buddies with a lot of these people, right? I'm, there's a guy up in Michigan. He's a police officer. He's got to be a friend of mine. We fish every summer uh, in Michigan. And uh, he sent me a text the other day. He met a guy, a young man, probably in his early 20s, who wanted to learn trapping. And Mike has been helping him learn, and he sent me a text. This this kid had gotten uh, two beavers in his first time out through through learning through our platform. He got to be friends with Mike, and he was texting Mike that morning. And dude, it's just like some of these stories come out, and I, you know, I almost get teary eyed because I see the direct impacts of this. You know, we're, people are learning how to do something, and the, you know, Joe, uh, w- w- you have a lot of great stories, and you and I have talked a lot about hunting traditions, but. This modern era, especially through 2020, a lot of these people don't have a, a parent or a grandparent to teach them. They're leaning on technology. You know, this is really for for people that don't have that that legacy to, to lean on. This is the way you have to do it online. And you know, somebody needed to build something that catered to that. And I just think this platform has done such a good job of it. And I'm bragging on my team. That's no, it's deserved. And we, I want to come back to that new hunters uh, thing. I. I I still remember the day I walked in my grandfather's workshed and saw two old rusty traps hanging it from a nail. It was like a scene from a movie. I was like, oh, my gosh, I have found gold. It was awesome. Yeah. All right, folks, we're here today with Brad Luttrell. Brad is the co-founder and CEO of Go Wild. We're going to take a quick break on Hunting Matters on KPRC 950 and be right back with you. KPRC 950. I'm your host, Joe Vitar. I am Ramon Robles. Swinging us in with a little Black Keys. Yeah. That's sweet. You know the Black Keys? Oh, yeah. I'm not that old. Uh, I, I am that old. For but I still rock. know what the Black Keys are. I have yeah. three, I have three uh, young gentlemen, okay. young, young sons, fairly young. Okay. So. Very good. I try to stay hip. I try, try to stay cool. I worry. I have a five and a three-year-old. I worry what they're going to be listening to when they're 12. Yeah. Well, I, I even when my kids were teens, I was like my parents. I was like, you know you really like that? Yeah. You know, let me introduce you to some uh, James Brown. Yeah. Here's a little kiss. 
Mm-hmm. Here's a little Aerosmith original, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And now when we talk, we I still have my old albums from high school and college. So that when they come home, we always put the old albums on. Like, Dad, let's play, uh, you know, let's play the old stuff. Nice. Let's play some. Uh, That's good. Curtis Mayfield and stuff like that. They like that stuff. I've yeah. rewarded my kids anytime a Beatles song comes on, and they can sing with it, and yep. they do sing with it. They get a treat. You have a jar of treats for <laughs> them. Uh-huh. I do. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That's cool. Yeah, I have uh, fruit snacks. So, like a little dog, here's your fruit snack. Yeah. Who's the artist? Who's the song? <laughs> That's right. Elvis and the, and the Beatles. Good boy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's a good boy? He's a good boy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Folks, today on Hunting Matters, uh, Brad Luttrell is with us. Brad is the co-founder and CEO of Go Wild. You can learn all about them at time2gowild.com. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. All right, man, listen, let's get deep in the woods here. Uh, I've heard you talk about this and prophesy and whatever you preach about it, whatever. So I want to get your take on what is mentorship technology versus mindless technology for hunters. I know it's a big soapbox for you, so let's let's spread the word. What was the first part of that, Joe? I missed the first. I heard the mindless. I didn't get Men- Mentorship part. technology versus mindless mm-hmm. technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question, man. Um, I, I have a my my opinion on this is even constantly evolving. You know, I I look at um, a lot of these plat like tech platforms, and, and you know they're so focused on time on platform, and, and you know they're trying to get their time on the app up. And and it's funny because we actually have the antithesis of that. Like we 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 don't want you to spend all your time on the platform. We want you to come, you know, fill your knowledge with our platform, and then get outside and. And so, sometimes people misunderstand what we're doing, and they say, you know, I don't, I don't want another piece of technology that I'm getting notifications on in the field. And it's like, cool, I don't want that either. I want you to have a place where you can learn, and I want you to have a community you can turn to and get friendly advice. So in terms of those Silicon Valley metrics, you know, I had an investor ask us the other day. Who, uh, he said, you know, what's your daily active users? I said, we don't track that. I know that's a metric that you guys find important, but I don't care if people come back every day. That's not, we literally do not even look at that metric because it's not important to us. You know, what is important to us is are people using the gear functionality to find new products? You know, 80% of our audience is looking for something new to help them in their pursuit. You know, we, we, we are, we've even been debating, for example, 
I don't know if we'll do this for, for a variety of different reasons, but even the, the, just to show how our minds work here, we've been debating putting a, a timer on the platform so that if you were a person that wanted to sit down and, you know, hit those Facebook numbers of an hour a day, we might lock you out. Like that's, that's wow. the kind of thing that we've debated doing. The challenge with that is, okay, if somebody's uh, in a DM and you're getting advice from your buddy and we kick you out of the platform, it's like, then that could be frustrating. So that, that's how that idea got shot down. But I'm just, I use that as an example. You know, we really are trying to find ways to help people. And I don't think we're helping people if you're spending, you know, an hour a day on our platform. I want to build a platform where you can tap into, you can get advice, and, and you can get something that makes you better at whatever you love to do. Our new mission statement, we finally refined it down over the last summer to unlocking the gate to the outdoors. There's so many barriers on this, Joe. You know this, too. You know, if you're trying to get into deer hunting and you've always been a bass fisherman, it's like, oh, my God, there's so many calibers that people hunt deer with. Oh, my God, the difference between hunting deer in Texas and Kentucky is crazy different. Mm -hmm. That was part of why we founded the app. I was trying to get better at whitetail hunting, and I could not find people in my area to get mentorship from. So, you know, we've been hyper-focused on teaching people through the platform, not by keeping people on the platform. Right, and uh, exactly, and you guys have done a good job of that. Folks, today we're talking to Brad Luttrell. Brad is the co-founder and CEO of Go Wild. Uh, You can see all their information uh, at timetogowild.com. And Brad, a little bit earlier, you alluded to uh, products and retail uh, in the last segment. So you guys just launched a new platform that allows people to shop. Um, You've got products on there, product reviews, people providing feedback on that. So basically, you guys have kind of become a retailer. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how it's been perceived? Yeah, the the thing we realized is that we have so much information that, that is self-submitted information, right? It's publicly available on people's profile. They're sharing what gear they're using. And we said, well, part of shopping is trying to figure out, is this good for what I do, right? If, you, if you're looking at a gun, you want to know, is this great for deer hunting? Um, if you're looking at fishing poles, you know, is this is this better for one species or another? So we're starting, we're in the process right now, the start and roll out this week of the product display pages will have, you know, here are popular members using this this product. Here are social posts. You can actually see if you're looking for a deer hunting, um, uh, like that archery backpack I mentioned, you know, you, um, here's that backpack, and here are uh, 10 posts that are tagged with that bag. And now you can interact with the people using it. You can ask them, and it's contextual commerce. You know, the tech industry has been all hot on talking about social commerce, but none of this is actually social when you're talking about Instagram or TikTok. It's just a sales channel. It's a way for the brands to make more money. They can, you know, put their product in your feed, but you can't interact with it. I can't send it to my buddy Joe. Within our platform, we've created a new way to interact with gear, to find information, to be to find useful information, and, and it's pe- information from people. It's not information from brands. This isn't something that the brands really even have control of. It's a social product within that, and it's all about giving you the context to help you find the gear you need and maybe the gear you don't because there's there's a lot of inflation in, in the industry of making it feel like you've got to have that $400 coat to go hunting, but Maybe maybe you don't you know maybe for your first hunt you can just get those those you know seventy dollar uh, cotton bibs and be fine right like we're trying to help people understand and again lower that barrier to unlock the gate to the outdoors even if it comes to gear. Yeah, and that's uh, that's like me and Ramon walking to a Home Depot and and just going in for box and nails. Next thing you know, we had a cart full of drills and power tools. It's a uh, you, you yeah hunt, exactly. hunting and uh, yeah hunting and home improvement. That's that's a death trap for me as yeah. far as walking and going. You know what? I'm just going to come in and get a new lightweight parka today or whatever and next thing you know i leave them up you know i've got a, a kayak and uh, some new paddles and stuff strapped on top of the truck it's uh, not a good That's thing right. for me not a good thing for me um so i'm glad we had you on this week because 
uh, you live, eat, and breathe in this world of social media, uh, and it's rising to the surface. I've been getting phone calls. It's been obvious for a long time, but let's talk about big tech redefining what we can and cannot say and free speech. What, I want to get your take on that since you're living it every single day. Yeah, man, I, I've spent a ton of time. I probably spent more time than anybody you know reading the terms and services of other platforms, too. And a lot of people got mad about this uh, when, when you know, the president got kicked off Twitter, Facebook, and even Pinterest and all these different platforms. But I think we all have to pause and rethink, like, re-realize what free speech is. You know, the excuse is, well, these are private companies. They can do what they want. My point to that is exactly. They've been telling us for years they don't like hunting content. They, they don't even let fishing brands sell knives. Like, there's, there's a lot leaning against our industry we founded our company knowing you know back in 2016 we said okay if this content is getting bullied these ad policies are going to go this way the industry is going to be kicked off of these platforms essentially long term and we're essentially seeing what we saw play out right now right so we've been hyper focused on making sure we you have to play by the rules of apple and google and amazon you know there's been a lot of complaints about deplatforming but, you know, there's a fine line. You know, if you're going to be on an, the iOS app store, you got to play by their rules. So we do a really good job at Go Wild of, you know, enabling you to share your story. We have our own set of rules that abides by theirs. And I, I feel really confident in our future. Um, but I do think, you know, we got to realize that the easiest thing for these platforms to do is to just say, you know, in one swoop that they don't approve of a type of content. And and we have to also realize that sometimes that's not even as malicious as we think it is. You know, Facebook has huge problems with, with suicides and beheadings and child pornography, and there's all this terrible stuff that's on their platform that they really have to focus on. And, and at the end of the day, there, there's just not enough knowledge and nuance within their own team to even realize uh, some of the stuff we hear people complaining about. You know, someone was complaining about to, this morning telling me that they got – a 30-day ban on Facebook for um, posting um, extreme or illegal content. And it was a hog hunt. You know, this yeah. that the reviewer that saw that didn't understand that it was a, a legal hunt, which is actually spelled out in Facebook's own terms. You can post hunting content, right. but they don't understand what hunting content is. So, you know, I, my, my big thing lately is just trying to get people in the, the outdoor industry overall to realize that building up a presence and a following on these platforms is it's like building a glass house on sand it's going to fall you yes you might be able to build a following and a presence there but you know it's it's not what you think it is and it, it can be taken away it, you don't have a right to be on that platform you said it man yeah i mean that was a perfect summation all right we're going to take a quick break here we'll be back with brad latrell from the go wild app honey matters on kprc 950 Good morning. Welcome back to Hunting Matters on KPRC 950. I'm your host, Joe Bitar. I am Ramon Robles. And we are talking today to Brad Luttrell. Bad Brad. Bad Bad Brad. That's his new name. I told you that, that, nice. that creamer's got my mouth all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brad is the co-founder and CEO of Go Wild. You need to go check out that app, the Go Wild app. Go to download GoWild.com or TimeToGoWild.com and learn about the app. Brad, thank you for joining us. Good morning. 
Absolutely, guys. That's why I take my coffee black. Mm -hmm. I'm sweet enough. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, that's what Ramon says. Just like my wife. <laughs> so, Brad, uh, I got to tell you, I've seen some of the photos of you and your office staff and your team, and uh, it looks like you guys are having a really good time and not working at all. <laughs> so, I think you're having way too much fun at work. But uh, you, it's, it appears you guys have a pretty unique work environment, pretty unique team. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, we do. You know what's funny, man? Um, we we got access to this office, and it, it was very corporate. Um, it, it had a very formal feel to it, and we took over, and you know, have have made it ours. And our team loves it. It's kind of run like it's it's older, and uh, you know, we're working with a lot of older furniture even in here. But to us, you know, your culture is not spending ten grand a month on space. So we we love our little space here in Louisville, Kentucky. We have a remote. Uh, a couple of remote employees as well. And we, we just have an amazing culture that transcends the office. But I mean, you know, we do, we you know, we do a retreat every year. We had to cancel it this year. We ended up uh, doing a brief version of it outdoors here in Louisville because of, of everything that's going on. But I mean, you know, you can't beat a team that just loves to get together and fish. You know, we've, we've had moments uh, we'll go out and fish together and um, we've done uh, paddling trips together. This year we did a hiking trip so that we could do our retreat outside and, um, you know, the magic of, of the of the platform is the talent and the team that gets behind this. And, you know, they just love it so much. I mean, I, you'll you'll if you've ever messaged a Go Wild team member, you get a response. Like, I can promise you that they just love taking care of our members and, and the product they get to work on. And they feel it's a privilege rather than a job. Ramon, it sounds like we need to apply. Yeah. I, I was just looking at his website for contact us and I was going to yeah. look up job download your resume here there yeah. you go that sounds like a really cool place to work and uh i've met some of your team members and everybody seems very happy so yeah i think you're true to your word on that so uh brad this is a segment of the show where we ask uh nonsensical questions so mm -hmm. go ahead and just prepare yourself uh ramon did you have any out of the canon you wanted to ask brad well if you were to travel straight north from louisville yeah joe yes what state would you be in i don't know i don't have the map in front of me oh i, I didn't realize I didn't... it was on the border of Ohio? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Or, uh, Indianapolis. Oh, Indianapolis. Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Did, you, did you know that, Brad? Yep. Okay. See, Brad knew that. But the questions aren't supposed to be to me. Oh. It's supposed to be to the guests. Oh, well, you said questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What does a uh, typical workday look like for you? What time do you wake up? Uh, uh, typical. Don't lie. With, with the past year. Uh, I Before I got the, the virus, I was waking up at five. I would do a little workout or a run, take my kids to school. And then I'm, I'm kind of sitting in for the day at, at about seven thirty and oh. work until dinner time. And I, I'm a, a love to cook. So I'll, I'll come home and, and cook for my kids if I can, my mm -hmm. kids and my wife. And, and, uh, I like to, you know, we do a little Netflix or something with my wife if, if, if we can. And then I'm, I, again, I'm uh, maybe a workaholic by some definitions, but I just love what we get to do. So sometimes yeah. I'll wind down by, you know, grinding through an hour and a half of emails or, you know, I, I have my own podcast that I do too. Mm -hmm. So I'll edit the podcast and go to bed at uh, midnight sometimes, sometimes 10. I mean, I, I don't keep like a strict schedule. I'm not one of those founders. We, uh, this show will eventually be a podcast. So that last reference to your podcast will be edited out before we post the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just and what's the name of your podcast? I have two. Uh, Restless oh. Native is is podcast audio format format only, and then I have one on YouTube called Gearbox Talk, where we bring experts in and, and do gear dumps. So, for example, we had like Tim Kennedy came in and dumped his his everyday carry. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah very cool. Yeah. And you must be a handsome guy to be on video. 
So that's uh, no, I have a face for podcasting, but but I was the only one willing to sit in front of a camera. So <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> hey, Evie is the head that wears the crown, <laughs> right? Hey, uh, Brad. So uh, we were talking about cooking a little while ago. So I hear you're famous for your uh, smoked venison chili, and Ooh. I have two questions. One, why are you famous for it? And two, what's the secret <laughs> recipe? <laughs> so I. One, when I was in advertising, I won two years in a row on the chili cook-off out of, like, you know, 15 different chilies, and they conspired against me to take my third one. I almost still won. I was one vote shy, but I'm just saying it's award-winning in a very small company of, like, 50 people, so there's mm-hmm. that. Um, but it is really good, and is in a competition, it is so smoky and delicious that it does stand out. So I, I think I actually have that recipe on my go-out profile. I'm 90% sure if somebody wants to check it out, they can find it there. But essentially, I, I will do it a couple different ways. I'll smoke a roast on on my big green egg um, over over some apple, and I'll I'll dice that up super thin, which is another thing that makes it really unique. People are really used to ground meat yeah. in a chili, but th- this th- like slicing up long strands of meat makes it really fun for nachos or you, you know uh, you, even if you're just eating it traditionally. But I do think that recipe is on my profile, and it is phenomenal. I try to make it a couple times every winter. Interesting. I'm going there Sounds now. Sounds delicious. You need to send us some. All right, Brad, what's your what's your most memorable hold my here, hold my beer moment? <laughs> oh goodness. Um you know what? This isn't even a hold my beer moment, but when you said that, uh what came to mo- mind was uh the team in the Ozarks with Brandon Butler. Uh Brandon Butler, who the outdoor rider, let us stay there for, you know, three or four days and do our retreat when we were planning our e commerce functionality. And in a, in a moment of maybe having had too much fun on the water, my co-founders flipped over their canoe in which I had left them uh, with my $5,000 camera, oh. and, and it, it ate the dust, uh, bit the dust. It's not even dust. It, it just got soaked and, and ruined it. I don't know why. That's not even about me. But that's the moment that come to mind. We're talking about my team. So, you know, we have such a good culture. We laughed it off, and I still every now and then kind of tease them for ruining a $5,000 oh, piece of gear. Oh, that's not a whole my beer moment. That's just sad. Good for you. Yeah, it's just sad, but that's what came to mind. Yeah. That's how, that's how you got to roll. So, uh, Brad, one of the questions we'd like to ask people is, if you could sit around sit around a campfire and talk with one person living or deceased, who would it be and why? Dude, I got royally obsessed with Alexander Hamilton last year. Hmm. Um, funny enough, I'm, I'm not a musical dude. Like, I hate musicals. My wife talked me into watching the musical, and it's hip-hop. So it's different and it's cool, and I like all kinds of different music. But I had no idea the story of Alexander Hamilton and the founding of our country. I knew you know about the founding of our country, but you don't know it in the way that he participated in it because, in a lot of ways, he was just kind of cleaned out of history, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I read that book last year, and I think he is one of the most inspirational founders of anything. And you know, as a founder of a company. I was so inspired by the guy that created, you know, the New York Post, the the Coast Guard, our currency. Um, banks like it just envisioned so many things about our country and it's been fun to re- it was fun to read last year with all these debates that we've been having and you know so many people hearken to it's not what our founding fathers intended and i just really enjoyed getting to learn about how unclear those moments were and how much debate there was and how how they hated uh political factions or basically political parties at that yeah. time so if i could sit down with anybody i would love to pick his brain that's a unique answer. I don't think we've had that answer yeah. before. Most of our guests are stupid. Yeah. And so, That's you know, true. Brad here just brings the knowledge. <laughs> Appreciate that, Brad. Yeah. And an appreciation for hip-hop musicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I love it all except pop, man. Can't there do you, pop music. Yeah. It's awful. There you go. So, so what is it? Uh, you've done a lot, obviously. What is it uh, that you've not done in, at, in the outdoors that is on your immediate bucket list? Man, you know what's funny? Uh, people think that I, man, you created this great app, this awesome hunting app. You must hunt all the time, and you must be a great hunter. I'm terrible. Not terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm like intermediate level, and I, I'm only right. hunted in, um, you know, on the eastern side of the state or, of, uh, or eastern side of the country in Texas. And I, I haven't traveled a bunch. So I really want to go on an elk hunt. Um, I haven't done that. At the, I think the adventure side of moving, I'm ADHD to the max. Hmm. Uh, sitting in a tree stand is very taxing for me. And I think I would like that style of hunting and moving a lot. I really want to do something like that or to go up to Alaska with my buddy Lynn Hoffman, who is a big game guide up there. He, he hunts, uh, you know, or he guides brown bear, uh, caribou, sheep, you name it, goats, wow. whatever it is. Um, and I would love to do something with him. I can't afford that at this point in my life, so I'm probably going to end up doing, doing an elk hunt for my first uh, western big game hunt. That'll be awesome, man. That sounds like an exciting trip. All right, final question out the door. you got to head out on a remote location for a couple of days. You can only take three things in your pack real quickly. What are those three things? Uh, lighter, knife, and... Oh, my gosh. Uh, probably my Garmin because it's loaded with awesome technology to get me back home. <laughs> the, uh, that's a shameless plug for Garmin, but it's a good choice because if you get lost, you definitely need them, and they're a great product. Yep. All right, Brad, thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We've been talking to Brad Luttrell, co-founder and CEO of Go Wild. Go get that app, folks, mm-hmm. and learn about them at timetogowild.com. Brad, thank you so much for joining us. I can plow a field all day long. I can catch Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.